cracking everybody happy monday 5 10 uh 21 3 58 p.m out in my room uh park ridge illinois let's get into the action uh you know the weekend what happened well pretty much you know the gas pipeline got uh hacked gas futures started going crazy uh you got the freaking pound spiking against the dollar and you got bond yields relatively flat. I mean, you know, people digesting the jobs number, everyone getting political about unemployment benefits, you know, uh, the economy reopening, blah, 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 blah. What am I focused on? VIX up 17%. Dow Jones finished uh, freaking down 10 bips after being up like the whole day. NASDAQ down 2.55%. SPY down 1%. Freaking Kathy Woods, greatest fund of all time, down like 4 or 5%. Bitcoin. And cryptos crap going down quite a bit into the close uh and then you got freaking snl elon musk i'm not even going to talk about that you know everyone's talking about that it's freaking noise i'm not paying attention to it but uh yeah i'll talk a little bit about unemployment benefits biden um talk about you know bubblicious activity virgin galactic that spac talk about some rate action and you know my favorite gold silver and you'll be a qu- it'll be a quick podcast you know not a lot of interesting stories out there for the day besides this whole pipeline hack but uh yeah so without further ado let's get into the uh disclaimer i'm a student i love the markets these are my views i'm not buying or selling investments it's not financial advice i'm not recommending anything not recommending anything that's not financial advice uh every investment subject to potential risk potential profit potential loss uh every and potential profit potential loss what's the next thing i say after that um always do your homework before you invest again not a financial advisor not uh recommending anything and yeah so let's get into the action so where do i like to start out i like to look at the real yield curve rate well i mean let's go look at the nominal yield so go look at the nominal yields you know 30 year up from two spot two eight to two spot three two up four basis points 20 year up three basis points two spot one seven to two spot two oh ten year up three basis points from one spot six oh one spot six three you go look at the five year up three basis points from spot seven seven spot eight oh and the seven years up three basis points from spot uh one one spot two four to one spot two seven. You go look at the short end of the curve. Short end of the curve is going up a bit. One bit I mean not by a lot, obviously. One month uh one month rate went from spot 01 to spot 02. I go look at the reverse repo operations. Reverse repo at 175 billion in treasuries today. So, you know, makes sense. You know, Fed trying to kind of suck out some liquidity, but not really. Um, and then, so uh, you go look at that and let's go look at the percent change on those um, for the day on the, uh, so we got the, sorry, uh, for the 10 year, 10 year percent change was uh, up. Sorry, that was looking at the third year there. 10 year up 1.59%, 30 year up 1.84, 5 year up 1.43. Huh, interesting. So, you know, I told you NASDAQ selling off hard and inflation's going mainstream. Everyone's freaking out, sounding the alarm bells on inflation. Oh my gosh, inflation, 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 inflation. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then you go look at the dollar index. You're like, okay, how'd the dollar do? The dollar probably skyrocketed, right? Dollar's probably popping off. But uh, you go look at this UUP index, and the UUP index, if I can freaking find it, um, is flat on the day. No movement. Literally no movement. Uh, you know, so that's that's just pretty pretty interesting in my eyes. And then I go over here, and I look at the uh, – go over look at the real rates. I'm like, okay, okay, nominal rates, you know, showing that we're just getting some nice inflation going on, uh, everything spiking. 
And so I go to the real rates. And what does that tell me? Well, actually, I don't really know. I don't really know how that, like, uh, the, you know, these real rates are really pricing in those jobs numbers, those ugly jobs numbers, you know, growth slowing down and shows you why gold and silver are doing well. Uh, so the five-year real rate went from one spot eight, eight to one spot nine, nine, one, seven year, uh, one spot two, three to one spot two, seven, sorry, negative ones. And these are all negative. Sorry. I should preface it by the real rates are all negative. Okay. So five year one negative one spot eight eight to negative one spot nine one dropped three basis points. Seven year fell four basis points from one spot two three to one spot two seven, and ten year fell two basis points spot eight nine or spot nine or one. Two twenty year went from negative spot three one and negative spot three two. And the third year, well, because there's going to be a lot of inflation, a lot of inflation risk out out uh, on the far end of the curve, didn't move at all. Stayed flat at negative spot oh three. Makes sense. That all makes sense, okay? And then, so one thing I want to start pointing out is this seven year, this seven year on the uh, for twenty twenty one is getting close to where we opened up the beginning of the year uh, on the real rates, okay? So we're at negative spot two seven today. We started the year at negative spot three four, and it's like whoa, whoa. At one point, literally last month, we were at uh, negative spot oh five, and so we've dropped about you know. 22 basis points in like a, a month and a half like gee so yeah yeah we got inflation and people are placing inflation in the near term but the real rates are, are showing a slowdown in growth a contraction in credit you know we need lower rates to encourage borrowing you know there we're not seeing an expansion of borrowing right now we're actually seeing a contraction which is, you know, quite concerning. You know, how is how is this whole uh, economics, you know, people are like, we just started a new cycle. Right, we just started a new cycle, so you should see an expansion of growth. Uh, so, um, i.e., real rates start going up, but they're not. They are not. Problems, problems on the horizon. So that's what I'm seeing there. And so, I mean, look, there's not a lot of news. Like, basically, you know, Colonial Pipeline got freaking hacked by some ransomware and, you know, we could get into, like, how legit that hack was and all yada, yada, yada. One thing I want to say is, you know, supply bottlenecks everywhere, okay? And, you know, Jay Powell in his last talk, he goes, you know, we expect the Fed that these, you know, bottlenecks are going to go away. That looks going to improve, yada, 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 yada. So, you know, people believe... And these are these threats, these supply bottlenecks are going to go away. But right now, man, the price of gasoline is going to spike because of this thing. Um, and so that's that's quite interesting. I mean, I think that there there's some pressure on the oil price because of this, and especially because I've been reading that there's like you know so a little bit of war action going on in Israel. Middle East is getting a little unstable. You know, Middle East gets a little unstable. Oil price is going to go up for you. So that's a little thing that I have in my radar that I'm watching to see. Um, you know, I think this, you know, obviously we all know this like pipeline is going to go back on like the fact that it gets hacked and shut down, shuts down just craziness. Um, I think that'll go away. Um, and it's not going to be here to stay looking at the, uh, sorry, the gold oh, pre-market S and P futures down 1%. What? Okay. Sorry. I just saw that. Um, but yeah, that's some that's some interesting news there. But what I really want to talk about is just you know the froth and the BS in the market. Um, you know, I could talk to you all long about all 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 day long about you know the inflationary pressures and and the deflationary pressures. 
Now, I was watching a video uh, this weekend about how the housing market in Toronto is slowing like crazy. You know, people are just not buying houses because they're too expensive. And it's like, whoa. So what if they just fall off a cliff then? People will start buying again, right? Yeah, but if housing prices collapse, like that would be a major issue. And a lot of people aren't expecting that to happen. And interesting today, the thing about today is the lumber price is down 3%. You know, very interesting stuff on my radar. But what I want to talk about is Virgin Galactic, which is a SPAC, which is a little SPAC, with um, Richard Banchin SPAC, um, and, you know, Chamath Pathapataya is involved in it. And, you know, Richard Branson sold like half of his shares like a month or two ago. Shares fall after another quarterly loss, no date set for next space flight, space flight test. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. You're telling me a SPAC that everyone's obsessed with, you know, and this is just one of them, um, is, you know, having quarterly loss and they have no date set for their, like, what their, what their business is actually supposed to be, you know, um, their next test. Huh. Huh. So it's just a bunch of, bunch of froth in the market. Just a bunch of people being excited about nothing. Huh. That's interesting. It doesn't sound like the whole market at all. So, um, get ready to see a lot of this, a lot of these type of news in the whole marketplace. And, you know, it starts to weigh on everything. Then I want to go address, you know, Biden urges employers to boost wages, but warns workers that they'll lose unemployment if they reject jobs. So Biden's encouraging employers to boost wages. Look, you know, the, all these all, all these supply bottlenecks, you know, it's going to start, it's causing, you know, input, it's going to start causing prices to rise because, you know, there's shortages, uh, of, there's shortages of workers, you know, shortages of chips. It's a, you know, what, what's going to happen to, what's going to have to happen. People are going to have to pay more to get these materials that they need and they're going to pass it on to the consumer. Well then let's say there's this labor quote unquote labor shortage. And I guess I can get into that after this, but so if there's this whole, Whole shortage for labor, blah, 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 blah. How are you going to get labor? Well, you're going to have to pay the labor a little bit more. Right, but if you pay labor more, like, you know, you go from $10 to $15 an hour, that's a big freaking difference. Or, you know, raise it a lot more to, to, to entice workers to come work for you. Well, who's going to pay for that? I'm going to pay for it. You're going to pay for it. The consumer, we're going to pay for it. So it gets passed on to us and the price of everything starts to go up. That's when inflation takes hold. And people are like, holy crap, the price for everything is going up. And so what do people do? And go stock up and start buying, 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 buying. Because they're afraid that, you know, tomorrow the price is going to jump another 50%. And that is when you get inflation, okay? So maybe Biden, maybe Biden wants inflation. Maybe, all the, maybe everyone wants inflation because it's the best way to pay down a debt. And it's the best way to tax the people without actually having to tax them. And, you know, just it goes to show another way that, you know, big government is the problem. You know, the Federal Reserve is the problem. Throwing money into the fire with, you know, is, is just, you know, throwing gasoline into the fire is creating a bigger issue. But, uh, I mean, higher wages, higher wages are going to, you know, when that happens, that is when I'll go full inflationist on you. But until that happens... um. I'm going to keep maintaining my point of view. And, you know, how do we protect ourselves from this? How do we protect ourselves from this? Gold, silver, commodities. Um, and 
yeah, gold, silver commodities. I mean, not high-flying tech stocks. Not, I mean, people, people like the banks. I do not like the banks right now. I do not like the banks right now. And I've gone into that reason, those reasons. But, uh, I mean, this is at Biden's economic policy. I'm not even trying to get political. It's not nothing political here. It's just boneheaded. But, uh, you know, that's my opinion. And so going into this wage thing, uh, this whole labor shortage, unemployment crisis that we have, do I think that there are true labor shortages out there? Nah. This whole concept of a labor shortage is kind of bull, bull crap and just an excuse to either wage... It's, it's very political because you get the Republicans on the right going, get rid of all unemployment benefits, which, I mean, I agree. And then you've got everyone on the left going, no, 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 we need unemployment benefits. We need to pay everyone. We need to have a, affordable child care. All that crap, okay? And then you get them arguing over these two things because they're both... And what do they both blame it on? Employment shortage, labor shortages. Well, let's take a step back. What happened? What did we just go through? We just went through the coronavirus pandemic, right? And in this whole coronavirus pandemic, what happened? Huh, I don't know. We had the biggest freaking highest unemployment rate since the Great Depression? And you're telling me all those jobs are going to come back like like that. Bang! You're going to tell me that... You know, some of those jobs may not come back forever. You're going to tell me everyone's going to get hired again. There's going to be pent-up demand. Everyone's going to have money. And the economy's just going to keep going. Keep going because we were off to the races like we were before COVID. Everything was so rosy before COVID. No. That's not true at all. So what happened during COVID? Like, how, how, do, we, how do we mitigate, you know, every, you know, everyone being stuck at home? Well, everything went online. Well, what happens when you go online? Huh. Well, you realize... Crap, you know, we don't, we don't need to travel. We don't need to go fly from New York to LA. We can just do a Zoom meeting. Okay, you're like, crap, like, everyone can just go work from their computer and, and be just as productive. Like, I don't need a, a, a 20 people in the office. I probably need, like, 15, you know? People don't want to come into the office, okay? Like, what's the point of having this office space? And, and I'm getting into, like, real estate now and other topics. But the whole point is... Is you know you're you're working oh crap we don't want to have all these people come into the come into um the warehouse because uh you know they got to wear masks wait sorry uh sorry I just saw some CNBC headline it's like oh no we don't want to have people come into the office the warehouse you know because you know they don't feel safe blah, blah 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 why don't we just make robots why don't we just make robots you know that we just pay for the robots like right now uh, and I mean I guess that's a big stretch but the whole point I'm saying is this whole conversion technology gets rid of labor that's deflationary okay and so you know while some people think that the way to solve that is through government payments and you know eh, maybe if, if you get replaced by automation you know maybe we could have a different top conversation but i agree with about that no i really would not agree with that that's that that thinking and you know crap you know my biggest fear is one day they'll they'll freaking automate pilots and you know gonna happen probably do i think it will i mean because they they probably could have like pilots uh you 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 don't really you could have a plane fly itself i would say yeah you need a pilot and all that stuff but uh you know the public would never the public would never let that happen and you know unions would never let that happen but the whole point is, is like, that's a fear for me. But the whole thing is if, 
if that happened, I wouldn't expect the government to, you know, pay me a job, uh, pay pay for my wage because, you know, some some robot took my job, you know, that and that's just me. And I don't know how other people feel, but the government, that's not the government's job. That is not the government's job. It's their job is for, you know, peace, protection, security, not not anything that has to do with my like economic. They're not supposed to, you know, just pay me to not to work, you know, pay me because, you know, some robot took my job and the free market went to work. I mean that that blows my mind, but uh, I guess going going on going on here because I'm kind of on this this rant is you you're trying to tell me you know everyone's like the economy is booming we're at the biggest surge ever and you're expecting one million like uh, a consensus estimate low end about seven hundred thousand high end two million and you get two hundred sixty six thousand but it all has to do with the labor shortage and because of crazy uh because of these all these unemployment benefits you're getting and that's causing people to sit at home that's true it's a little part of that that's that's true but a lot of jobs aren't coming back the economy changed rapidly because of covid in a big way a lot of jobs are not coming back. This economic growth and big development story is just kind of bogus. And you're in the thing that you see where you see all these you know wages going up, blah 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 blah. I mean, let's let's get into like the whole meat potatoes and that. It's like why does that happen? Well, the Fed's printing money. The Fed's printing money, filling it up with like bank reserves. Or it's printing money left and right here. You know, we're handing out stimmies left and right here. You know, that's why you know people's hourly average wages are going up. So, all I'm trying to say is, you look at the real rates, and you know the bond market is you know the smartest market out there, and the real rates have been going down since this uh, data. I mean, this data was released. Uh, let's see. Let's go. On from Thursday, you know, Thursday, the five-year rates are down six bips, seven-year down four bips, 10-year down uh, four bips, and the 20-year is down two basis points. You look at gold since then. Well, I guess I should look at GLD, not G, 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 X, GLD stock. Since Friday, you know, since Thursday close, see up like 1.31%. Like the whole, the whole thing is contraction in the economy there's no real growth no real productivity increase that's a major problem and the fact that equity prices assets keep going up 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 up, that goes to show you that we've already been experiencing inflation asset inflation and people don't believe that that's inflation what i'm here to tell you is when people realize holy crap these valuations are so high the stuff that's going on in the market is so insane and it mean reverts and goes back to where it should be trading That'll be deflationary. People's incomes will be wiped out. You know, you've seen, you see crypto millionaires, you know, people who've made money on like call options, GME, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Great for them. Great for the free market. But, you know, there's going to be a major, major, major correction and people will lose their incomes and lose their wealth. And what's going to happen? Well, the government's going to say, oh, crap. Yeah, it's our job. It's our job to fix it. What are we going to do? Print more, print more money and give it out to people and devalue our currency. And so that is why I'm so adamant about gold, silver, you know, thing, anything that, you know, does well when the dollar doesn't, commodities. Um, and, you know, it, ultimately the fiat system, it, it come, what it comes down to is uh, there's going to be some major, major problems with the fiat system. Uh, there, no, there are major, major problems with the fiat system. And, you know, that's why so many people love cryptocurrency. And, you know, and I'm a big fan. And this is why I got into crypto. 
because I was like, crap, like this is, I see their, I see all their points. Like a lot of crypto people are gold bugs as well. But the whole thing that I think the crypto community needs to understand is, can I go to Jewel Osco and pay for my groceries in Bitcoin? Probably some places you could not, not the Jewel Osco in Parker, Illinois. And so what I'm here to say is, look, man, Bitcoin will be worth 100 plus thousand in five years, 100% hands down. And it's going to be a great way for people just to put their money in there and, you know, let it ride. And if you're my age and you're doing that now, cool beans, because you'll be rich in the, well, you won't be rich, but you know, you'll be, you'll have a significant income from that or not income, you know, you'll have a nice retirement from it. Okay. But what I'm trying to say here is the price, the value, the price, Bitcoin worth 55480 bucks right now when everyone's like, oh, yeah, you can use it as a payment. It's scalable. It's not. Can I go to a baseball game and start buying things in Bitcoin? No. I mean, oh, you can go to Dallas Mavericks game and use Dogecoin. Oh, if you go to Mars, you can use uh, Dogecoin. It's like, okay, true. Can you do that now? No, you can't. So why is it worth this much? Because it's fake and people are getting sucked into this, you know, disconnect from reality. And it's totally fine. Like we all do. And like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm not, (laughs) but I'm not wrong. And so the whole thing is, is. There will be a time, there will be a day of reckoning, and it'll happen, and it'll happen when no one sees it coming. But the fact this job number is, in my opinion, it's the start to the end. It's the start to the end, and um, so yeah, I mean, I just did like a little little mini rant there, but there wasn't a lot of news, so I made my own. Well, and it wasn't I'm me making my own, like, it's just facts. It's my, my own little take on the jobs. So, uh, I mean, let's look at this Dow Jones, man. Like, gave back 300 points from the high. Pretty interesting. Sharp sell-off last 15 minutes. Lost about 150 points. Um, so, Dow, you're down 10 bips on the day. S&P down 1.04%. Um, looking at the GDX. GDX, I mean, man, this thing's cranking. I mean, these miners, if the whole, if, you know, all the broader indices take a hit, the miners are going to take, take a hit, too. It's just how it works, okay? I mean, look at March 2020, look at 2008, the chart, the chart doesn't lie, but these companies are so damn cheap. Like in the GDX, like if you look at certain companies, the PEs are from like 10 to like 20. You know, those are, those are really relatively cheap. And uh, I mean, they sit on thousands of gold reserves. So if you're a big gold bug like me and so you heard that little squeaker, uh, but if you, if you're long, if you're long gold, then these are great. It's like, it's like holding gold times like 10 because you know, their equities, more risk, more return. Yeah. Way more downside drawdown, uh, downside risk. But once they bottom out, like I'm telling you, you go the, the week of March of March 20th, 2020, sorry again. Uh, you know, the GDX rallied like 40% a week after it bottomed out. And then it had like a 60 to 80% rise when here, I can actually pull it up for you. GDX stock. Okay, let's see. This rise, March, up 40% in two weeks. Yeah, up 60%. Yeah, in a month, it was up 65%. And from the bottom, it went up like 100%. So I'm just saying crazy, crazy rallies. And, you know, I'm holding holding GDX, holding my gold miners, because I know that these these ba- the gold is going to be in crazy demand. I, I don't know if I told the story on the podcast, but my buddy Colin wanted to go buy an ounce of gold. And so he goes into this uh, shop in the desert, and they go, 
goes, yeah, yeah, I want to order this, blah, 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 blah. And they go, dude, we don't have any. Like, we don't have any gold right now. Like, there, there's so much demand. Like, you won't, you can place an order, blah, 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 but you don't get it for two weeks. And so that the fact that there's so much demand for physical, you know, GDX is going to start turning around and – Sorry about that. I just had a bunch of coffee. And even if it doesn't, I mean, it's a long-term play. Three to five years down the road. This GDX should be at 60 bucks, uh, probably by end of the year. Yeah, GDX 60, end of the year. Okay, VIX volatility index up 17% today. Crazy selling. You know, that, that was only down 10 bips. S&P only down 1%. QQQ down 2%. But the VIX is up 17. Fear in the bucket, please. Okay. Uh, at 1966, let's see this thing break 20 and we'll hit 30 soon. All right, like get ready. That the VIX, this spike in the VIX is uh sounding the alarm bells to me. Last 15 minutes, it went from 1839 to 1966. Enough said. Okay, uh, USO up 11 basis points. Yeah, I mean, you know, figure that off of the uh news in regard to uh the gas pipe. Okay, XLK technology down 2.52%. And I do attribute this one, uh, the yields being up a little elevated in this morning. And everyone is talking about inflation. Inflation, 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 inflation. Inflation is mainstream. Blah, 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 blah. No, see through the numbers. It's like, it's a disinflation. And you start getting the wage, you know, it could be a little, like, this sounds crazy, but a transitory hyperinflation. And so many people start to expect inflation that they go up and go buy all these products in the summer, right? They have all this stimulus money, all this money in savings. They just go buy everything up, okay? And that drives the prices, skyrockets the price. But then what happens? Then people are like, oh, oh, okay, the supply issues are fine. Oh, okay, it was just because the federal government is printing all this money, blah, blah, blah. And then they stop, and then prices just plummet. <laughs> so that could be that could be something that happens. I mean, I'm just trying to you know go through all the scenarios in my mind. But you know, bonds did get hit today, like TLT down 1.1 percent, um, ugly chart. But that's why technology was down a bit today. It was not because yields were down. That that it's not because yields were down. I mean, real rates were down, but uh, no, nominal yields were up today. Uh, XLF took a fat hit into the close. I mean, high on the day, 38.26, close at 37.75, down eight basis points. You know, relatively elevated because yields were up today. But uh, as the market sold off, it sold off as well. Um, energy, flat on the day, up four basis points. And pretty much everything was selling off today. It was a ugly day for the street. Uh, MJ down 3%. This is what's interesting to me. So everyone's talking about inflation, 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 inflation. But you got lumber down today, you got corn down today, you got soybeans down, you got wheat down, you got coffee down, corn down 3.45%, soybeans down 79 basis points, wheat down 7%. It's like real rates were going down quite a bit today, and they have been. And so the whole thing is, is yeah, we got inflation coming along, blah, 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 but there's something under something else going on beneath the surface. When I see all these agriculture stocks down and lumber down, coffee down, it's like, huh, that's interesting. That's quite interesting. Silver down 47 basis points today. I mean, we opened up at 25.87, closed at 25.35. Uh, ugly day for silver. Gold And gold's holding strong. <laughs> I mean, up 30 basis points. Uh, you know, traded lower throughout the day, but still up. Uh, you know, I think gold is just, you know, the biggest safety move right now. There's just so much uncertainty of what's going on in the marketplace, you know. Especially after that jobs number, I, I watch a bunch of people, a bunch of economists on Real Yield, and they go, honestly, like, we we can't t- extrapolate data from this because it's just such an outlier. We need to wait and see. 
Well, wait and see for what? I mean, labor shortages, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, think about it logically. You're getting that COVID hangover. It's the COVID, COVID hangover. We are in a double dip recession. That's what people are failing to understand. God, I feel like I'm just ranting this whole podcast. Paved Biden's infrastructure index down 33 basis points. Arc FinTech down 4.84%. Copper up 1.51%. Did trade a lot lower throughout the day, but still up nonetheless. I mean, just dollar week. I didn't even talk about it, but the pound, I'll see what the pound is doing right now. The pound is up like a buck. No, sorry, 1% against the dollar today. Pound is going crazy. Dollar is getting hammered. After hours, is taking a breather, but uh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Riot blockchain down 10%, uh, 2995 I mean, I will not, if it goes to $18, I'll buy it. I will buy Riot at 18 bucks, maybe cheaper, but uh, I always say buy it 35 or lower. I mean, yeah, you could definitely go buy it, but I would not touch this thing at all. Uh, yeah, at twenty nine ninety five down ten percent. Interesting. You know, we all know if Bitcoin goes to thirty five k, I'm buying, but uh, I don't think it'll be going there. Uh, no, I do think it'll be going there, but I'm not touching until then. All right, let's talk about J O. J O the Beast down four point one eight percent, forty one ninety four, and you know that blows. You don't like to see that, but I mean, you know, coffee out of all the agriculture names is the one that has the most upside potential because it has not been the favorite for the past month or so. Still like it, and uh, I'll be looking. Yeah, I'm just still watching it always, but uh, down 4.18 percent. You know, after all these inflation fears, why? <laughs> and coffee's just getting hit hard, so it's very interesting. You know, one thing that I think people are not paying a lot of attention to, and I, I guess I, I didn't give a lot of attention on this podcast, uh, is India and India's whole COVID issue. It's like apparently there's some like mutant strain or whatever. I mean, I'm not, a, I, I don't. <laughs> I guess I probably should pay attention more to the, whatever the WHO says. Um, apparently, like, yes, they got some crazy strain there. It's like, that's going to have an impact on the globe, okay? You know, fifth largest economy in the world, and you're going to tell me that that's going to have no impacts on anything. You know, what if that starts spreading everywhere? You know, you got to talk about the whole vaccine issue. So that's probably why you're seeing all these commodities take a breather. GME down 11%. Got to love to see that. Opened at 161.31, closed at 142, 143.33, down 11%. It's interesting. Is this the beginning of the end? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, games uh, AMC up two point four two percent, nine point seven four. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, corporate bonds taking a big hit today, down fifty four bips. HYG down twenty three basis points. Um, interesting that you know we look at the real rates and real rates are going a lot lower, but uh, corporate bonds and high yield bonds are getting sold. Starting to see a little March event, you know, especially with the silver down and gold down. I mean, interesting. And all the commodities down. Interesting, 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 interesting. Russell 2K down 2.54%, 59%. NASDAQ down 2.55%. It's like, okay, some alarm bells are going off. You know, the NASDAQ was down in the red the whole day today, down like 1%. Overnight, it was up like 30 bips. I was like, what? So, weird action going on in this marketplace. Weird action going on. And, you know... People were just like, oh, yeah, just buy the dip, buy the dip. I mean, tomorrow we'll probably see a dead cat bounce based on how the markets react, how the market always reacts. Do I think today's different? Oh, yeah, I think it's a little bit different to say the least. Um, and so let's see. Silver miners down 77 bips. And regional banks down 1.09%. You know, these things are going to get hit a lot harder than the big boys. So, I mean, all I'm saying, get ready for the for the regionals to take a hit because, you know, 
they're more a lot of more they have a lot more risk to the housing market you know they have a lot more risk if yields are going lower which they will you watch yields tomorrow go down quite a bit so interesting there uranium down 54 bips interesting this thing's not up on a day where you know you got the dollar relatively flat and uh you know i guess yields were higher sure 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 but all commodities down. everything's pretty much down today this is start to start to the end. I don't know, and and I started to see a lot of news about Archegos coming back up, and UBS, and other companies that that say they still own some of the Archegos shares that haven't been speaking up. Huh? It's interesting. Did Archegos blow up back in March and May? And people are talking about it. And I keep going. Huh? Maybe all these stocks are done selling. But then let's look at Viacom, Baidu, and JD.com today. Viacom down thirty bips. Okay, cool. Baidu down four point two three percent. JD down fifty four five point four four percent. Vip shop down eight point seven four percent. IQIY down four point two two percent. Discovery down eighty bips. Um, GSX Tech do no action. But what I'm trying to say is, oh crap! These names are not going up. What is going on? What is going on? I think that people are starting to read through this jobs number and say, is it really an employment shortage? Is it really a labor shortage? Is it really the unemployment benefits? Yes. Yes, that's a problem. But the COVID hangover is real. And we are about to see some fun things start to unfold. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one.